0: what's good y'all this is a combination episode today i'm hey. joined i'm joined by miss Cordy lyric aka the bench babe and this is the bench babe slash brain to popcorn collab and today y'all we are talking about a very iconic revolutionary black sitcom and i'm pretty sure y'all heard of it well if y'all ain't heard of it y'all at least heard the intro yes y'all we are talking about Martin the reunion special
1: yes um, honey yes
0: <laughs> on BET plus I I do not know why they did not just put on HBO Max I
1: knew ben. you were gonna say some shit like that look okay I thought about it too I thought about it too especially when I seen Atheon Crockett's ass was the host I I feel like Okay, I'm gonna say what you're trying to say without saying. I'm gonna just say it. You feel like that platform is beneath the show.
0: No, first of all, who the hell has BET Plus? (laughs) Who the hell has BET Plus? Nobody. Probably two people, but that's a lie. you you know, I speak. Who you know got BET Plus?
1: Um, no one personally, but (laughs)
0: exactly.
1: It this okay, having hosting the reunion on this platform probably caused a lot of people to download it, even just for this. So it wasn't necessarily a dumb move. Um, because I, I see what you're getting at, because like the first Prince of Bella, that reunion was on HBO. So, okay, why would Martin, which was an equally iconic show, be on BET Plus? I'm not mad at it because because Martin was an extremely black show, and that's not to say first Prince of Bella was not. Um, but I'm not, I'm not against it, but I kind of can see why people would be like, why BET plus? Cause you know, to me anyway, Martin is TV royalty. So it deserves a HBO. I get it, but I respect and understand why it would be on BET. So
0: but let's be honest. Ever since those white folk took over BET, BET, this program not been as good.
1: Um, well, you sat at, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, e- either way I was going to watch it, but I-, I get it. I respect it. Would a HBO audience really know Martin?
0: Well, I'm like, I said, I'm pretty sure. Like I said, be like BT HBO max is a bigger platform and I just wish it would have been on that because I don't know anybody that was saying I'm a rush out to get BET+ Plus to watch the Martin reunion. I I hear nobody say that.
1: okay, and, uh, so, okay, so you so you feel like it would have been bigger or more watched if it was on HBO. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that cuz it is a it is a bigger platform but like I said, and I I agree. Like I feel like it's equal to Didn't Friends Didn't Friends reunion was on HBO Max. Motherfucking Harry Potter was on HBO Max. So I get it and to me martin is equally as iconic if not more iconic as those things but i respect and i understand why it was on bt well before
0: we dive into it let's go ahead and play this little trailer that they got for us here we go
1: martin the reunion action this, this one's one for, for you tommy, tommy. what's up you so crazy for the first time in 30 years. Wow. <laughs> one of TV's
0: most iconic casts. We capture the black experience. It's back together. Let's go, let's go. What does GTD
1: stand for? Got the thrones, okay? Yeah.
0: An event to celebrate. I was in the moment, we were in the moment.
1: Freaking brilliant.
0: A legacy to cherish.
1: It's pure testament to our hard work.
0: A reunion to remember. We would watch the show more than we would make news.
1: Did you miss me? This show was
0: and still is big for the culture. Can there be a Martin reboot? I mean, the people want to know.
1: Martin The Reunion, streaming June 16th on BET+. I got to get my BET on.
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to start by saying, it was really nice to see the cast back to, back together.
1: It was nice. It it was like nostalgia 1.0 one, 1. for me because you can just remember, or it just takes you back. I know I'm a little bit older than you, but um, I can remember watching Martin when these shows aired, you know, um, with the family, with my dad, and just, you know, it probably was a show a kid shouldn't have been watching. Now I think about it just even, even then it was just so hilarious. So it just takes you back. They don't, they didn't age a bit. And so like 30 years, I, you wouldn't look, you know, Martin got a little thick, but you wouldn't look at them and be like, Oh my God, 30 years. Like everybody aged so gracefully. And, you know, of course Tommy wasn't there, but, um, it was such nostalgia. I was here for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like one thing I did, like, I uh, when, um, Back when I was like, I would say ten, I would catch the reruns. I think at the time it was BET. I think it was TV One. I won't say it was TV One, mm-hmm. and, and I really fell in love with the show, and that's where I got my crush on Tashina Arnold. I I still have a crush on it to this day. Woman's still beautiful.
1: She, about to say she's still fine to this day. To uh Pam has all to me always been the more beautiful of the two, but I know growing up everybody wanted to be Gina because she was Martin's girl. So. But yeah, um, like I said, her Tanisha still, I mean, what's her name? That's Tanisha, right?
0: Yeah, Tashina Arnold.
1: Tishina okay, and Arnold. the other one is Tanisha. What is no. what is Gina's real name?
0: Um Tisha Campbell.
1: Tisha Campbell, okay. Tisha, she looks good too. You know, I'm so glad that a stylist participated in this look. Baby, Tisha has been getting roasted for her um <laughs> her oh, yeah these appearances her recent tv appearances she has been saying to hell with a stylist and just doing her i'm you know in my early 50s or late 40s and i don't give a fuck shit and today it looks like at least at least the wig was laid that leopard outfit i don't know we could have you know i'm a thicker girl you know when you are in that little in between you are not necessarily fat but you're not necessarily skinny either and i see my girl is right there with me um i wouldn't have worn that but it worked for her i'm just glad because baby the way she was looking with that shaved head on i think it was the bt soul award oh yeah i
0: saw i saw that
1: tito jackson helmet uh painted on helmet thing she had going on you know i just i'm glad that a stylist was involved (laughs) (laughs) for this look so yes
0: (laughs) yeah but um it was good to see the cast again and uh it's good to see. I want to say um, what, the dude who played. Uh, um, what's that actor's name? Cole. Yeah, played played play Cole. I think his name is Carl. It's good to see him, even though I have kind of seen him recently. I'm about to say, he
1: been he has been working. Like, don't fake Cole has been working. So
0: yeah, like he still looks
1: like, gorgeous. Like he still looks just like Cole. He has aged very well. So yeah,
0: he's uh yeah because he he been he was work he's working on the set of young Dylan. I think he plays the dad on young Mm -hmm. Dylan and uh, we learned from the reunion. He directed some episodes and, and fun fact um, before he got a role on young Dylan, he was a used car salesman.
1: Hmm. I've seen him on some other show recently, but I can't think it was a drama, but I can't think of what it was. I had to look at it, but he has been doing some things, you know, um before Tommy passed, he was doing some plays. He actually did a play with a friend of mine who is a comedian um, in Texas. So he sent, um, sent us a couple of, well, he posted a couple of pictures of them together, of course, while he was still living. I didn't realize it had been 2016. I didn't realize it had been so long since Tommy passed. But,
0: yeah. Yeah, but it was also good to see some of my favorite side characters. Bruh Man, of course.
1: On the is fifth floor,
0: <laughs> um, I wish that, tra- like, I wish Tracy Morgan could have been there in person, but I'm pretty sure his
1: he- whack ass why he wasn't there. What you doing?
0: Well, he probably he probably busy because he he's still touring and whatnot. But uh, Hustle Man was also another favorite character of mine, <laughs> yeah. Then- it was
1: good to see him again. It was funny he got stuck in the window, and they was like, Help him, help him. <laughs>
0: Still doing that same voice. I just think that's his voice.
1: <laughs> no, he did. Like I was trying to catch it because I was like, okay, he's definitely in character. But then for a little while, he talked normal, and I was like, oh, okay. And then he went right back to the brother man character. It was so fast. It was like, okay, do you want us to think this is how you talk? Like I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: it was but good.
1: I'll go ahead, baby.
0: But man. one thing <laughs> I like about love, what I loved about Martin was how many people if how many people martin put on in this show Mm because a lot of a a lot of people well two like a a few people from um Living color that they had roles in there then also we had a lot of rappers notorious big we had snoop we had uncle snoop Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think singers we had brian mcknight i'm trying i'm uh jodeci one episode and come to find out that scene with between martin and josey it was it was not scripted
1: yeah him and casey uh there were so many surprises in this show today i didn't know that wasn't scripted it worked out so well like you would have thought they rehearsed that but um just hearing how many people were like oh i wasn't even supposed to be part of the show and he was just like put him in or you know like you said um Brian McKnight was like how how much his album sales jumped just from being on that show. Like we did not know these things because we were just, you know, privy to be entertained by the show. But Martin was really putting people on. And honestly, the show itself, like I said, I think because it was a part of my childhood and always, oh, it's on the TV. I don't think we realized. And Gina said this. Well, Tisha Tisha Campbell said this today. We didn't realize at the time how iconic, and just how ahead of its time and what a treasure it truly was like to me it was just funny you know I, we had our black shows. we watched white shows too you know we had tgif we had um you know abc and he this here was a black man because this was his show it wasn't like fresh prince fresh prince was produced with his show by benny medina and it's still a bomb man and it's iconic too but martin was was martin's brainchild and here we have a black comedian and um Early 90s, making a black ass, bleedy black show with black writers, black producers, black hip hop performers on Fox. Like, how bomb is that? Like, I don't think we appreciated it at the time because we didn't realize how iconic it was because it was so reachable. What's that word when you can touch something easily, like accessible? You know, even if you didn't have cable, you could still watch Martin because it came on Fox. But when you look back on it now, especially as someone who's trying to get in the industry as a black writer, that is some seriously iconic shit, especially for that time. So,
0: well, I don't know. If you, I don't know. I I can agree with you saying that it's not it's not as appreciated because I still know a lot of people that have do so many quotes from Martin. Like Martin has so many quotable moments. So right. I can't I can't agree with saying that it's not pre, it's not appreciated enough because I feel like it it has always gotten a lot of love.
1: But yeah, okay, I, I agree with you with that as far because people still quote, I still quote Martin. And like, you know, oh my god, I just find myself saying, Oh my goodness, like in everyday life, and the show been off the air since like 97. So I mean, it's still definitely part of the culture, but like I said, I think in the midst of it, we didn't realize how huge of a thing it was. It was it was our thing, so it's kind of like it's hard to explain. It's like it was such a part of our lives, and like I said, it was so accessible to us. And, of course, us being children at the time that we really didn't understand. This is a huge-ass fucking iconic show. And then you have shows like Friends that were getting the kind of praise that I feel like a Martin should have got. Martin should have got way more praise than Friends. Even then, um, i say the only Black show at the time that probably deserved a little bit more praise than Martin was maybe Family Matters. Because he was kind of doing the same thing Martin was, just in a more wholesome way acceptable way and it was on ABC you know TGIF as opposed to Fox but um I mean it was just it was raw you know even Fresh Prince and even Family Matters yes they were all black shows yes they included all black families but you know either culture any culture could watch them and relate Martin was for us like you some of that stuff you just had to be black to understand and to like Reverend Lonnie Love if you ain't never been to no black church If you ain't never dealt with no black pastor, you wouldn't really know why this is funny. Because you know, because we know that there are crooked black pastors, and they and they be sleeping with the you know sleeping with the members and taking money to do stuff for it. So it's like it was infused with black culture unapologetically at a time when you still wanted. Even Will Smith would call himself a safe black man. Like as much as I love Will, you know, Fresh Prince, as much as I love The Cosby Show, and as much as I love. Family Matters, those were still slightly kind of safe. Like, you know, it, it, they're definitely black shows, but you could still, you know, white people can watch them and they wouldn't make them feel away. Like Martin was cussing, he was using slang. He w- they wore all the hip hop gear of the nineties. They was not worried about white gays at a time where that was unheard of, so.
0: Well, for me, this was always in my TV rotation when I still used to watch BET because it would be Martin. Um, it would be Martin, the Wayne's brother, the Waynes brothers, uh, and Jamie Foxx. Those were the three, the Jamie Fox. Those were the three shows that I watched religiously. I made sure to always catch them when they were on BT when they weren't playing Baby Boy. Um <laughs> You but, just
1: the baby boy.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like like I said, this this was this put a lot of people on. This was Snoop's first role in a sitcom. So that 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 was pretty cool hearing that, and it was it's just nice to see. it's also just cool to see people that's not here with the scene more like um, Biggie like Biggie Smalls he he was on that show I totally forgot about that it's been so long how you forgot
1: I've, about that episode
0: it's been so long since I've seen seen Martin like like the last time I seen Martin was like after that after that like I said it was on TV one. And I don't think TV one's even around anymore or if it's could probably called it something else now,
1: but yeah, that, that episode is iconic when Pam came over there and kicked that door up and talking about Gina. What's up? Like just trying to show Biggie that she could sing. <laughs> and then Gina came out there dressed like a damn, one of the Supremes uh, <laughs> trying to get in the show. Like, how do you forget? How do you forget that? But yeah. No, but that's because you watch reruns and I watched them when it came on. So it's like, I like Biggie was a huge rapper at that time. Uh, I didn't, sometimes you just don't realize how young everybody was. Like if, in the 90s, everybody seemed so grown up. Like, when they're like we were 26, 25, they were so mature. Like I I just they just seemed so grown up. Even Biggie Smalls, I think he was like 25 when he died, but everybody seemed so mature and grown up. And they were like in their early to mid-20s filming this television show. That is crazy.
0: Yeah. Now i pray pretty so. now one thing like I hate to compare it to the first prince of Bel Air reunion, but I have to because I really enjoy that reunion. Yeah, the the main problem I have with this, with 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 this reunion, even though I still enjoyed it, they put far too much production on it where it just seemed like it was just another show instead of it. Like the Fresh Prince, that felt natural. It felt
1: raw as fuck. You know what? You have a good point. Like okay, like let's talk about the commemoration to Tommy uh, to Thomas Michael. Okay, hold
0: up. Before you say that, before you say that. That's when, I, that's when I was kind of being taken out of it because it says, we're about to commemorate Tommy. And then they just flipped to a, few to a, to a, a, a I guess. A
1: little at Nipsey's, yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I was like, and then everybody just in all black, like this kind of took me out of the experience a little bit. But I mean, it's nice to hear them say their words, but mm-hmm. I still feel like BET, y'all could have did that. Y'all could have y'all could do that on its own instead of trying to make it part of the show because i i did not like the laugh track being being on like being in the show i just felt like i i felt like this was more scripted more scripted than than natural we got some if we got some natural moments
1: a clip
0: or something yeah let me see if i can find a clip
1: well, while he is finding the clip so that i will agree with the one thing i loved about the fresh prince of Air reunion is it felt like a conversation there was no host it was just the cast sitting together and reminiscing and it felt so you could feel the emotions and when they talked about uncle phil i cried i'm not gonna lie i cried on the fresh prince of Air episode because everybody just spoke on him at the, in that moment from their heart about what he meant to them, it wasn't like, okay, we're going to bring the family up and then everybody come up one at a time and say you're like, he died five years ago. So, I mean, that A, might've been really triggering for his family and B, it might've been triggering for them. Like, I, I have to agree. I, I didn't even cry, but I wasn't even really sad. And I love Leandra. Um, I can't think of the last name, but then they had her come out and sing. And I'm just like... I mean, I respect it. And I think it's dope that they want to commemorate him. But it just felt... I have to agree with you. It felt very kind of sh- organized. I don't want to say scripted. And I don't want to say showy. But it just felt very organized. When sometimes you get the rawest emotions from just improv. From just impulse. From just nobody has something that they wrote and they went over. We're just going to speak from the heart. So...
0: Yeah, well, I can't find the clip without getting getting flagged. But yeah, that just really took me out. It, I was like, "Why is there a laugh track on this? That doesn't have to be." And then honestly,
1: all, I thought it was an audience. I didn't know it was a laugh track, so I feel dumb.
0: Yeah, no, there there's a there was an audience there, but it was they were clearly being dubbed over with the laugh track because it sounded like every other laugh track in the sitcom. That's how I knew it was a laugh track. Like, why is there a laugh track?
1: But I think so, that's what they were going for
0: to kind of feel like I, I just don't like that just because I wanted like the reason why I love the the Fresh Prince we're going to go more go more on how why, the things I had problem with Martin everything felt natural everything yeah. all, all the emotion was natural and it was raw for Martin it felt like a lot of things could like should have been addressed that they didn't address. I like, Could you,
1: okay. 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 Let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. Was it just me or did it seem like Martin was very there, but not there. Like he was giving those eyes. There was like, there was an elephant in the room, something, either he didn't want to be there or there was something like you said that he just, for someone who was literally being celebrated, for his hard work 30 years later he did not seem very in the moment or something seemed off and like you said it might be the tea it might be because i heard through the grapevine back in the 90s that the reason the show was canceled is because the, of the sexual harassment allegations against martin from Gina so they did not address that they didn't talk about any of that but um he just seemed like he just seemed like he wasn't all the way there and not like he was like you know, intoxicated or something, it's like mentally, I don't know if he had the... I'm sorry, I'm trying to get my 3D screen. <laughs> I don't know if he was trying to protect his mental or what, but it just seemed like he wasn't 100% with well, the shit. I don't know if he was mad, like you said, about the platform. Maybe he wasn't feeling the platform. Maybe he wasn't feeling the Atheon. I don't know, but something seemed...
0: Now, I think it was, Well, I think it was just more because he. everybody knows he's had health complications ever since... Ever since the show went off, there he's had health complications, but I don't think it was nothing to do with the with everybody. To be honest, I I I feel like Avion Crockett he did a good job, even though there were scripted moments that I did not like. I like I think Avion Crockett did, did a good job. Plus, it was I I felt I was happy for him because he was a fan of the show and he got to he got to interview people. He looked he looked to his icons, so I thought that was nice. Now the thing about the Tisha Campbell and Martin lawsuit, so the the what so the word is that while Tisha was married to her husband, he was the one that filed that law, that that um that sexual harassment lawsuit on Martin. Dwayne Martin, yeah, because apparently there was beef between Dwayne Martin and Martin himself. So that,
1: sure? yeah, what
0: yeah, I know yeah. that
1: corny nigga did not.
0: Yeah, like that. That's what the that's what the rumor is. So, like, he did not like how close Martin I'm almost almost say Gina Martin and Tisha was. So that so, rumor was that he was the one that put out that sexual harassment lawsuit. And then everybody knows that after Martin went off the air, Martin he started going off the defense a little bit and um picked up a little weight. And I, I think he got arrested for something. He, he got arrested for something. Yeah. So. It wasn't all sunshine and rainbows, and some of it could have been addressed. Like they, Facts. they kind of, they kind of mentioned with uh T- Tashina Arnold that she was that um she had to basically keep cloning her way to be more part of the show. To me mm-hmm. personally, I think it was colorism because she was a dark skinned woman.
1: Most definitely.
0: So, like a lot of that could have been been, of a, been addressed. Like just it. I just feel like I just wish that it didn't feel more like a a studio production and more just of people getting together and actually reuniting for the first time in years.
1: I think they probably had the conversation that we want to hear when Tommy died because you know there were pictures of them at the funeral then and then that's when the talks of the reunion started so really this reunion has been chitter-chatter for and a reboot have been chitter-chatter for a minute Uh, Even before Tommy died, they were talking about doing a reboot, but um, I think the conversation we feel like they probably should have given us, they gave each other in private because Tisha and Martin seemed to be on good terms, or at least she was good. Like I said, some about him just seemed like, you know, I personally feel like they should have just came in and talked amongst each other. I I don't mind the setup because you can tell it was organized and that time and effort were put into it. We had guests where the Fresh Prince, it was just us six and let's have this talk, you know. And like you said, that was more raw and more personable. But did that give this a little bit of a, okay, act one and scene two and action, a little bit of a production it did. I would have loved to hear the tea. But maybe they just are at a place where they're you know like 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 when we got to see Aunt Viv and Will have their moment on camera. They didn't have to give us that, but they did so they set the bar really high for all these reunion shows. I didn't watch the Friends Reunion because fuck friends, but um yeah. they yeah, I didn't think even in the nineties when it I just never thought it was funny, and um I didn't like Seinfeld either. But uh <laughs> Damn. I mean, I'm sorry. And I remember those shows came on and some of my Caucasian friends, those were the shows they love. And then I would mention Martin and they had no idea what I was talking about. So um, I feel like because they're a little bit older, I don't know, because, you know, 1st they're all about the same age. So maybe for whatever reason, and we have to remember, these are still black people and our culture is not the most vulnerable in the world. So perhaps they did have these conversations just in private and out of respect for each other, maybe out of respect for Tommy, maybe out of respect for whatever bond they're trying to rebuild. They were like, we won't give the public that. But would I have liked the tea? Hell yes. (laughs) But um, I was just glad to see them together and get the nostalgia. But I do think they could have took it a step further emotionally had they been a little more vulnerable. But also that could have went left. Like I said, Martin looked like he had a lot of feelings. He was holding back. You can just look at the eyes. Something in the eyes was like he wanted to say something, like you said. Maybe he just wanted to say something, but he couldn't. And maybe if somebody would have said something to go left, it would have went completely left and maybe turned into a fight. So maybe it was for the best that they stuck to the script. They probably got together, you know, saw the show program, and agreed on it. You know, if we stick to the script, we ain't gotta worry about nobody's feelings getting hurt, no emotions, you know, nobody um feeling no type of way. So maybe that's why. I don't know.
0: Like I said, I, I don't have to have I don't have to have them just talk talk about all the rumors and all the secrets, but I just like I said, I just wish it was not so overly produced because I, that right. it, it just took me out, out the experience. But other than that, like I said, I really I really enjoyed it. Um, and, of course, this gave Snoop Dogg just an opportunity to put on a little mini concert at the very end.
1: Right. It was like, and they included every every guest star they ever had. Um, like, I mean, I don't mind. You can tell effort was put into it. If you're going to do it production style, they did the sets right. They brought back all the original people that they could you know, if you're going to do it production-y, at least they did a good production. And as we know, BET Plus is not necessarily known for that. No. Um, <laughs> But um, would it have been nice to just get a spotlight in the middle of the apartment and just have the the four remaining cast members just just catch up and just talk and just share, even if it was raw or made somebody feel a certain type of way? Their feelings in the moment, because this is thirty years ago. Like, but if you don't deal, you don't heal. So if you say something and it triggers me, even if it's thirty years old, we scrapping or I'm getting offended. So you would assume because it's been twenty five plus years that people will be over stuff, but you never really know. So especially like you said, if that caused his mental health decline or affected him getting work in Hollywood or anything like that. It might still be some, but I feel like they probably, him and Tisha probably had that conversation off screen, you know. But
0: like I said, I'm pretty sure that beef was squashed a while ago because that, like I said, that happened a while ago. Now, time to address the elephant in the room that Avion Crockett asked on the show Will Martin get a reboot? God, I hope not. Just, just don't. Don't. We already got too many reboots and remakes and sequels. No. You, no. can
1: tell, you can tell from the way he responded, like, he don't want to do that shit. Even how he said it, he was like, um, you never know, but probably not. Uh, Tommy ain't here no more, probably not. But you never know, you know, I mean, he I don't think he just wanted to directly say, hell no, which is what it seems like he really meant. Um, And maybe because, like I said, th- this wouldn't be the first talk today. I think he was trying to do that while Tommy was still alive. And from what I heard through the rumor mill, Tisha Campbell's camp was once again, Fucking that up and then Tommy passed. So now I think he's over it. Like and I could be wrong. Y'all yeah, do your research. I don't know. That's just what I was hearing through the grapevine. But um the vibe I got from Martin was hell no.
0: But what like what would be the what would you do in a reboot? That's why I, I don't I don't understand. It's like
1: I mean, if Fuller, if Full House can do it, and Lord knows that show wasn't about—it wasn't about anything. I mean, it was a good show, and we watched it, but it really had no premise. So, if Full House can reboot, Martin could do it too. But of I course, do. it would be the corny—you know, him and Gina are married. I, if they in that same damn apartment, I'm gonna feel some kind of way. But um, they're in a house now, and it's their kids. You know,
0: I just, I just don't want to. Like, I didn't, I didn't watch the full, I didn't watch Fuller House. I didn't, I didn't watch a Girl Meets World because I just felt like.
1: Okay, I did watch Girl Meets World. It was kind of cute.
0: I just felt like those shows did not need continuations. It mm-hmm. was like they end all those shows ended off pretty nicely. I, I don't understand why Hollywood is so insistent on giving us reboots and sequels. So, Martin, please don't do a reboot. And BET Plus, don't do it. I'm reboot. just saying, if
1: motherfucking Punky Brewster can get a reboot, if if the opportunity comes and Martin can still be mostly in control like he was then, because the co-creator, is, as, you, as you saw, has passed away, and he can still be in control, the anointing, the gift, it's in him. Like, that was his brainchild. Do I think he's unable of coming up with an equally funny show? Okay, now he was on a little TV One show for a little while, wasn't he? That's my mm-hmm. girl or... It was something like that, or was that uh, was that Tatiana Ali? What show was he on? Hmm. I don't know if that was Tatiana Ali or if it was him or if it was both of them. But um, I, I feel like if he had complete control and wasn't censored and was allowed to be himself, he can most definitely make a noteworthy reboot. Is that necessarily what we what we want? I can live without it, but also if you're gonna give all these other not nearly as good shows a chance to reboot then why not like if the opportunity if the opportunity comes up i don't want him to say no um get that get your coins because nostalgia is king right now because millennials don't want to deal with the (laughs) with the day-to-day current life so if something can take them back to childhood if only for 30 minutes they're with it that's why nostalgia is so popular right now release the endorphins make people happy make them feel like kids again so you know if That phenomenon is going on, full house wasn't even funny. So if if they can get a reboot in two seasons at that, they might have more than two. Let, let Martin get his coins. I ain't I ain't against it. And I will watch it to support. But if he's not in control, if it's not him writing the jokes and or you know, if it's not if it's not being done his way, I'm I'm fine without it.
0: Like I said, I just I don't see them striking gold twice, and I just want them to not butcher my childhood so i would i would prefer them not to touch that like fresh prince uh, bel-air got away with it because it was a complete re re reimagining of the fresh prince of bel-air but i don't see how lightning can strike twice with martin especially the way the current the Current social climate is nowadays a lot of things. Oh, I was, oh,
1: do- I'm sorry, to interrupt. Did you see that? Um, an independent artist had made a trailer for a show called Tommy and Pam where it, it followed their love story and it was a serious drama, but it was a it just followed Tommy and Pam's love story and how they met. And it didn't, it wasn't bad and it got shared a lot, it got a lot of views. So that I could get jiggy with, you know.
0: I just, just let the past be the past let it be the let it be the gem for the black community that it that it is and and don't try to try to reimagine it like i said fresh prince you got lucky you got real lucky
1: was awesome so
0: You, you got real lucky with that but i don't see anything they brought the game back and i think that didn't do as well as they thought it would. But it's
1: like this isn't the first time that the game has been resurrected. I am trying with this green screen. <laughs> like the game done been brought back eighty five times, and every time it's not as good as the first time. But people keep bringing it back. So I mean, I don't even think they have but like two people from the original cast on the new the game, and it's on what Peacock, Paramount, one of them shits. But, I'd be two plus. Nah, it's on. It's on like Peacock or Paramount, one of them. But uh nah, it was not on BT Plus. It was on BT. BT is who picked it back up the first time. Yeah. When, that, that, when UPN um, discontinued it and the fans demanded it, and BT brought it back. So if Martin gets that opportunity, and like I said, if he's allowed to be in control, I'm not against it. So I mean, get your coins. It can't be no worse than these other reboots. I,
0: but, that's like, the thing. I just, I just feel like. We are so stuck in a time where everybody wants nostalgia, but nostalgia is not always good because that's when you get things like, like, like the game 2021, that's when you get, that's when you get things like, um, fuller house. That's why you get things. Like girl meets world, that's why you get things like uh, just just girl stop. meets
1: world really was and, and Raven's Home. Raven's Home was a, Raven's Home is good for what it is, and girl Me, girl meets world really isn't that bad either. But it's very hard to fuck up YA. Like it's, it's you have to be just really untalented to mess up something that's intended to be corny. Whereas Martin is intended to be funny, so the actual comedy is harder to mess up. You know so. I don't
0: know. We can leave that in the past because this is <clears throat> awesome. This the vibe is awesome.
1: I was getting from him, like I said, the vibe I was getting from him was him just trying to nicely say, hell no. Yeah.
0: Pretty much. Man, like, I just, I just pray. I just pray because, like I said, I love that show. I love that show.
1: You love I, that show? you don't remember, Biggie Smiles was on there.
0: There's a lot of things I love, I don't remember. Like I said, if they bring this back, this is gonna be me if I hear they're doing a reboot. Ah, no! That's gonna be me. That's gonna be me.
1: <laughs> for for the people that are listening via audio, that was Tyrese's audition tape for Django. <laughs> And as you can see from that horrible ass performance while Jamie Foxx got the role. I remember there was a debate going on on Facebook at one point in time, which show is better, Jamie Foxx or Martin. And as much as I, lo- I did watch Jamie Foxx because it kind of started up when Martin was winding down so to be perfectly honest, it is the Chris Brown to Martin to, to Michael Jackson. So, I mean, that without Martin, there would have been no Jamie Foxx show. So I, I was very perplexed that people were comparing them. And some people were even saying that Jamie Foxx show was better. And I was appalled because I watched them both when they were new and current. And yes, we enjoyed Jamie Foxx, but Martin, I'm talking about side-bustingly funny. Even today, I was cooking and watching the reunion and they were showing those old clips, I was laughing the whole time. Like, when he came out there with a stuffed dog, the damn, that ain't no damn puppy. Like, that's one of me and my mama's favorite episodes. So you can watch that stuff decades later, and it's still hilarious. No shade to Jamie Foxx, but the Jamie Foxx show was a little more, cor- remember when we talked about the safe? Jamie Foxx was a wee bit more corny than Martin. Um, it was still an authentically Black show, too, don't get me wrong, but it's just, if, if i had to martin is king like to me martin is king it just is something
0: the thing about me reason why i don't compare shows because it's just like the goat debate when it comes to basketball when you when you try to come when you try to say one's better than the other you always diminish the other in some type of way to to present your case
1: mm-hmm. that
0: a show was that a show or a person is better than the other person so me growing up i loved both equally i thought both were fun i thought both were hilarious like that, like I love, I well, like before Martin Lawrence started doing started doing movies that I did not like. The Martin Show was was like prime Martin for me. That's why I really loved Martin Lawrence. Then we got Rebound, and then I said I don't want this no more.
1: I thought Rebound was cute. Big Mama's House, I liked
0: so. Big Mama's House is a whole I mean, different I, story. I fucked with
1: Jamie Fox. You know, Roaches, Roaches gotta go. Mm. I don't no, like, So I get, yeah. i
0: Jamie Foxx too. <laughs> and then plus, you know, without Martin, or without Martin and Big Mama's house, we wouldn't get Madea.
1: <laughs> okay, you are right. Um, <laughs> Patty Mae Pierce walked so Ma- so Mabel Simmons could run. You might be right about that. Um <laughs> if
0: we, if we be honored, like Jamie, I'm not Jamie Foxx, but well, well, Jamie Foxx too. Him and Martin were known for dressing up as women. <laughs> On they show
1: <laughs> and we, you know what that's a whole different conversation for a whole different day um is is it technically yeah it is but we love shanay like she was extra yes she was a stereotype but you know in today's society shanay would not have flown the white guy he used to dress up as that oh. would have flown. dragonfly jones probably wouldn't have flown they would have been like that's asian cultural appropriation but we fucking love shenanay she was hilarious and sometimes you would really forget that that is martin in drag because it would be so funny and i don't know if they just put really really good makeup over that stash and beard but you know oh my goodness and you know just. i don't
0: know when they when they said <laughs> that they would forget it's martin every time i saw I'm like either that's martin or that's
1: an ugly ass woman Damn. <laughs> um, like, because he, and because he's kind of short, too. It wasn't, you know, they would be, he would be eye level with the other women. So it wasn't, it's, I was just like, this is just an ugly woman. But she was so confident. Like, I mean, you could not tell Shanaynay shit. Shanaynay ain't no phony. Uh, you want some, but you can't get. No, you know, Shanaynay did not play. She felt like she was fine. All right. She owned her own business. Like, true enough, she might have been a stereotype, but she was a business owner. And she ain't take no shit. So, I mean... <laughs> i think of all the characters that he dressed up as shenanay and mama Payne were pro- well Roscoe. i don't know otis know. Oh, it's so favorite. hard to choose it's so hard to choose roscoe you say, roscoe.
0: roscoe's one of my favorites even
1: as a kid i could not look at roscoe because i'm really freaked out by blood and boogers and snot and so even as a kid when he would come on screen i'd be like Cause I didn't want to see that was nasty. Like I don't know who was the FX person, but it does not look believable. And so whenever he would come on the screen, even to this day, like even during the reunion, I was like, ugh. But um, man, but I don't know. Now that I think about it, and like Atheon said, when when they when they're put together in a reel, and you can see all of his different personality. I won't say personality, but all of his different characters back to back to back. I'm like, damn, he dressed up as a lot of people, and. Once again, outside of Jaleel White on Steve Urkel, Black men wasn't doing this on TV in the early 90s. I'm telling you, this shit is so ahead of its time. And we just did not appreciate it when we had it. He was at least seven, maybe six different characters. And um, you had Mama Payne, you had Sinead, you had Otis. And all of these characters got their time to shine. And we knew them all. Like when Dragonfly Jones would come on the screen, uh, you know what he's about. He's a karate teacher that really don't know karate very well and stay getting his ass kicked. Like, and Sinead, she owns a hair salon. <laughs> but she was... Will... Otis is like the worst over just... He's just the most too... If if I take my job too seriously with a person, it would be Otis. But he did save Pam and Gina's life one episode. So I mean, like... <laughs> if, but if I had to say who was my favorite caricature, I, it would be a hard choice between Sinead and Mama Payne. But I love Jerome too. It's so hard to pick. Okay, you said Otis. Oh, so oldest hands down is your favorite. Yeah, Otis,
0: Otis is my favorite just because
1: <laughs>
0: because it was just so obvious that he was just on his knees and had his shoes on him. Oh knees. no, no.
1: Okay, you said Roscoe. I'm sorry.
0: I yeah, said Ro- yeah, Roscoe. It was it like that visual gag just always had me laughing every time he was on screen.
1: Damn. I couldn't look, like I said, I couldn't look because of the snotty nose. And, and Roscoe was so inappropriate. He was a terrible child. He would just say the most inappropriate shit. But uh, <laughs> but was he funny? Yes, I just couldn't look at him. So <laughs> I can do it with the snot. And it's like every time he would come out, they would put more snot. I'm like, y'all are really snotting it up with Roscoe's ass. But um, I don't it. know.
0: I guess one thing I did also like about sitcoms like Martin and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, every now and then somebody would break character and laugh because, like, that dog, like, I forgot about that dog scene. I forgot how funny that dog scene was. And to find out that they just, he wanted a real dog, but they said, now you get this fake-ass dog. (laughs) That that shit was hilarious. Like, like when that thing fell, I was laughing my ass off.
1: Then he hopped over the dog and he kept saying roo, roo, roo. <laughs> yeah, like- "But i can't believe they didn't mention one of my favorite because i'm a halloween girl and i always have been and i remember their halloween episode where tommy played like he was possessed i can't believe they didn't bring that up on this episode where um Pam did the seance over the She She's like, no, nah, and they all were in on it to scare Martin. And even though that episode scared me a little bit as a child, it was one of my favorites because Tommy was like, I can't believe they didn't refer to that episode because Tommy was just full blown in the whole, I'm possessed, And Martin was just winging out and it turned out to be a joke. It was such a good episode. Yeah. No favorite episode, what's yours?
0: It has to be the charity boxing episode.
1: Oh, <laughs> the, now he'll me down to sleep. The
0: the man, the the at the end of the episode when he is all or um just after the fight when they got the prosthetic on him and like that that is fake as hell. That shit is hilarious.
1: It's hilarious, and how he peeked out the side of the door like
0: <laughs> like he, <laughs> Like he legit looked like a character from the PJ's. Wow! <laughs> he legit Good like character. a like who is he
1: supposed
0: no, to smoke? No, I'm just talking about like the way his face looked. Is like it looked like the clay, like the clay models from the PJ's. I thought, it was, yeah. and I used to watch PJ's, and I love the PJ's. I love I, the
1: PJ's,
0: and that shit was hilarious.
1: But it really like just the fact that his background was strictly comedy. There was so much, and I'm guessing now we learned uh, from today. Like there was, a, there was a team of writers, a lot of them are black, and um, so there were different people that helped bring it together. Like he he mentioned that a lot of the characters he would dress up as, they you know he created some, they created created some. So the collaboration, whatever the team he had, it worked pure magic. And like even that episode, the fact. <laughs> I forgot why it was Tommy the Hitman Hearn. I think was the boxer yes, he went yes, up against. Yeah,
0: Tommy Hearns.
1: And did he say was it because he was hitting on Gina or why did he box him? I,
0: I think, think yeah, that's I think, why. I think it would revol- It was revolved around Gina, but also
1: his ass whooped.
0: <laughs> and also another thing that I really did like about this show, it um, it, it it showed black love in a positive light.
1: You're right. I didn't even think about that. Like when I was a little girl, okay. I I don't know if I necessarily found him handsome because he was funny, but um, I think everybody, every girl, every woman, you know, when they watched this show, they wanted to be Gina because Martin was just so smitten by her. And even when they would have their problems, which they had quite a few, but it, it was never, it was never like no dramatic, you know, Abusive, none of that. It was just like I remember their wedding episode and uh, how excited my family was to watch it when it came on. And then the um, they eloped and they kind of ended either they ended the season or they ended that episode where it was cold. Or one of them came back and gave their family a note, and then they went to the beach. Like just it was all so sweet. Like everybody was rooting for that couple. And even though it was fake, the chemistry was so real. Like, okay, I will say this. I know you said don't compare. Like, um, Nina Long and Fresh Prince, I just never, even as a kid, I was, you know, I just never really was like, oh, I want to be Nina. You know, yeah, Will Smith was handsome, but I never really felt their chemistry. Nina was all, and Nina is the type of actress where she's kind of. You know, I don't even think she made jokes like Tom on the show. She was just, she's just a pretty girl actor. Whereas Gina was more of an actual woman. Like she had, you know, times where she got to be funny, times where she got to be serious, times where she was a businesswoman. And then Martin was an actual man. He wasn't just I'm handsome or I'm just like the silly, like, you know, you had the I'm handsome like Eddie Winslow or I'm just the silly guy next door who's pining after this woman like Steve Urkel. He was like a regular runaway dude. And just to see the two of them have life with each other and have such a fun life like if you think about it, the basis of this show is niggas in an apartment. Like, <laughs> it's really just a man and his girlfriend and their friends in an apartment. But it was just the way they lived that was so fun and so entertaining. And just, it, it, it was just so real, you know? And if it wasn't real, we thought it was. So I admit that was a good thing to grow up and see in a positive light, a black... I really do wish, now that I look back, I really wish they would have casted a darker-skinned woman for Gina because she was very yellow. And um, I think it would have been positive for black kids who are now adults to see a black man unapologetically loving someone who doesn't pass for white. Like, I mean, I think now thinking about it, I kind of wish her and Pam could have switched roles or something like that. But even as a child, I still love their relationship. So...
0: But yeah, like, not really much to not really much to say more about it other than like I love this show and this was a very this was one of the few shows I would catch um, in the afternoons because I remember it would come on come on in the afternoon when I got off got off of school. So now, if we were on my show, if I had to give this a rating, this would be It, it would be high. A very high store bought borderline buttery. Only I can't give buttery that production just it took me out. Are we talking
1: about Martin? Are we talking about the reunion show? The reunion show,
0: right? Yeah, the reunion show. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's it's a very if, if we were doing this on my show, it'd be a very high store bought borderline buttery. But that production it just took me out a little bit. Then the then I just felt then like the funeral it kind of threw things off it kind of threw things off because like like well let's go say um our our, th- our our final words tommy then they just morph into in the black then they go right back to the set. Right like back. Was-
1: it's like it was
0: <laughs> i was like then they, then they had a whole gospel had a whole gospel singer singing i like i mean i'm glad you got to sing but i, I came in from martin
1: and the song choice what better days was- are coming the man died of cancer. Like, I was like, what
0: the? I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I skipped past the gospel performance. I mean,
1: the song was like, Leandra can blow. So that's not a problem. Um, oh, no, I know. If you were my production, we would have just had, you know, we would have lowered the lights where we were to give it a more serious tone and just had everybody speak from the heart right there in the living room. The whole transition to Nipsey's. Like I could see if that was Tommy's bar. It was Nipsey's. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand it either. And it just you know, then they brought his family on there to, to speak and had his children there and we y'all have to understand this might still be kind of triggering for them. I mean, I don't think it's bad or that they were trying to be malicious. I think their good. To, yeah. They were
0: just trying to they were just trying to be fancy and I just feel like
1: <laughs> not fancy. I
0: just feel like, I just feel like w- uh, what they did for James Avery, I feel like they could have did that with Tommy and it would have worked. You it would have worked. You could have just played a few clips and then just talked about the man himself, but no, they had to have all these theatrics and I know that was that, that is, I know for a fact that was not Martin's doing. That, that, that was BET's doing.
1: Because he didn't even want to, he didn't even want to talk. He was like, I don't really do this. I make people laugh. That might have been triggering for him. It's like, I respect what they were trying to do. They didn't, I guess they felt like he was so special. They didn't want him to just be a regular part of the show. Let's honor him. So, I like I said, I don't think they were trying to be malicious. But, you know, sometimes, like you say, fancy ain't always the way to go. Sometimes just because I cried for one and I did not cry for the other. Like when they talked about James Avery and what you could see them tearing up and reminiscing, it affected you emotionally at home. This was kind of like, why we had nepsies? Okay. Oh, that's his wife. I didn't even know he had a wife. And she white. Whoa. And hey, y'all. Hey, kids. Okay. And picture of Tommy had. They might as well had the damn casket up there. Like, I was just like.
0: Yeah. What? So that, that that was just, that was just the only thing I did not like. But not that I still enjoyed it. It was nice seeing, it was, it was nice seeing clips from some of my favorite episodes and nice for them to pay. It, it was nice for people that were part of the show to give Martin and, and the whole cast their flowers and yep. vice versa,
1: so yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Okay. I guess I'll rate it too because I'd be on Brain the Popcorn and he rates on there, so we going to rate. Um, okay, the actual production itself, I, can't, I, you know, I, I would hate to agree because I feel like Martin, the show itself, that's like gourmet, that is top ahead of its time. There, there will probably never be a show funnier. If it's not the funniest show, it's top five of all time for me. But um, this particular homage to it, I respect why it was on BT Plus, but I do have to agree. It deserved uh, HBO. Like if, if Harry Potter can get it, if Friends can get it, if Fresh Prince can get it. could have got hbo but i understand because the show is for the culture that may be why they wanted to go the bt route so i might not i might kind of be like, and to it but i respect it and i understand why um me personally afion brought the show down i do not think he was worthy to host the show sorry why do you hate on avion
0: krockett
1: i love when he does voices i think he's great but this is an iconic show, and we should have had at least a semi-iconic host or no host at all. Like, why do we need a host? I guess to keep things organ, like you said, to keep it like a production, to keep it organized, moving. This I'm talking about, man.
0: You you are still throwing dirt on the man's name, and like he would just, I, like I said, I feel like he did a great job, even though some of the didn't like, even know Martin. Like, you don't got to know somebody. You like I liked it because. You can tell he was a fan of the show, and he was excited to be there. I'm now,
1: a fan of the show. That don't mean I need to be hosting the shit.
0: <laughs> but he, but he is still a comedian. The thing, I, the reason why I like Avion being there is because he's a comedian in his own right, and he like like he grew up watching Martin, like all of us, and like to see somebody get to interview or be around all like some of their favorite some of their favorite comedians or actors. That's always nice for me, and I feel like. He did a good job, even though the BET gave him some dumbass cues. Like, come on, did y'all have any more? Games? I hate when they did that. That that's when that shit felt really scripted. And I yeah, don't blame Avion.
1: Freaking anyone. Yeah. I, I don't
0: blame Avion. I blame fucking BET.
1: Um, is a no for me, dog. I just feel like as iconic. Who as
0: you as got it she- hosted?
1: I was thinking Dave Chappelle, Chris oh, Rock. Okay.
0: Oh hell! Now, no. What you
1: have to understand is that these are Martin's peers. Martin might have, you may think he has fallen off, but he is definitely on the level of a Chappelle or a Chris Rock, and hell, Tracy Morgan. Like, no,
0: I'm, I'm just talking about for for one. Let me let
1: me ask you this. Let me ask you this. When you think of comedians, Atheon Crockett comes to mind. Yes,
0: he is a comedian. What?
1: You're doing the mouse, You're doing
0: the most. No, 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 Because yeah, like yeah, I yeah.
1: Said,
0: no. Because, that's like I said, that, that's what people do. When you compare people, you tear people down so you can make other people, so you can elevate other people. And that's why I do not like. Avion Crockett, to me, he's funny. Even though I do not like that shitty ha- ass Haunted House by the Wayans Bros, I loved his character in that. He was funny on Wild and Out. He has funny comedy specials. And I feel like people like him don't get enough credit because we're still stuck in the past. We're still stuck in the past with the comedians we grew up with. And there's a whole line of comedians. Cause I'm turning out Dave. What Chappelle. You? Was,
1: okay. Somebody new Kevin Hart.
0: No, I, I I'm good with all oh, Kevin Hart. But like I said, Dave Chappelle, he can't do it right now because of what he got going on. Uh, Chris Rock probably still ice in his face. So <laughs> I was, like I said, I was cool with Avion Crockett. And then plus, what do you expect is BET fucking plus, plus. like.
1: So, I, now you double backing now. You double backing. So either Atheon is the shit or he's BET I'm not plus. Saying, no, I'm not saying he's
0: the shit. I'm saying I like him as the host. But also BET, as we've seen from a message from Brianna, has has a low, low budget. This,
1: <laughs> you steady trying to praise him while throwing shade. With no, your no, I'm th- like, no, no, I'm going
0: to look dead, dead <laughs> at this camera. talking about bt bt fuck you because you do not put no production towards anything so i'm this message avion did a great job but bt do better and put more than five dollars to your to your shows and your movies
1: well you know this is my rating and i'm sorry i feel like Avion is just not on the level of a martin lawrence or even worthy i'm sorry i just don't feel like he was worthy to be the host um he did okay um, But I do feel like he brought the show down. I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, I think, like you said, the productionness of it, I can understand it because, of course, they wanted the feel of the sitcom. It is a sitcom, you know, it was filmed in front of a live studio audience. So, they wanted that feel. So, I'm not against the production because organization is fine, but sometimes so is chaos. Just come out here, let the emotions, you know, but also, you don't want to be a ripoff. Maybe they didn't want to appear like we are obviously ripping off the Fresh Prince of Bella. Like, let's have our reunion here on the show. Let's, you know, let's reconnect here on the show. Let's have a heart to heart. Maybe they just wanted to be original. And it was. We can't say it wasn't original because it was. So what I have liked it to be a little more vulnerable and emotional, whatever Martin was dealing with, they had him kind of spaced out and really almost seeming like he didn't want to be there. I wish he could have just got to speak unfiltered but it seemed like there were things he wanted to say or I don't know it just just seemed off and you could feel it it was something in the eyes either he had been smoking weed before the show or he just wasn't feeling it I don't know what it was maybe the same complaints you had but you could just feel that either he was holding back or something was it felt kind of restricted it didn't feel as free I guess as the um, fresh Prince of Bella reunion especially for a show that thrived on its authenticity you feel me and the um, the reunion should have been allowed to be just as authentic I agree with you I don't think Martin had anything to do with a lot of that shit and that's probably why he was pissed off so I don't know I have to do some research read some articles see what's up but hmm, that's that's why I would give it the uh, same rating you did so yeah
0: all right well you know Got out here in an hour, talked about Martin, rekindled some things. Do you want to push anything before we get up out of here? Like about the show or just? No, about you.
1: Well, I want to talk more about the show, but I mean, okay. Before I say anything about myself, I would just like to give props to the man Martin Lawrence And like I said earlier, I think because you know, you watch reruns, I was there when the magic was written. Okay. I got to see this on my television screen from Fox Live. So I mean, it was part of my weekly childhood. And I think, of course, as like a second and third, fourth, fifth grader, well, fourth grader, I think it went off around fifth grade we just couldn't appreciate what we had because it was so accessible like you didn't need hbo to watch martin it was so accessible and it was so raw and so ahead of its time when you had so many shows trying to be safe trying to be white approving martin didn't give a damn it was black people being black as fuck in the 90s with the wear with the lingo with the music with the guests with the writing everything it was so iconic and i'm glad they gave this man his flowers because he deserves them Hollywood has not been very kind to Martin Lawrence recently, and so that's why I say if he gets the opportunity to do the reboot, baby, get every coin you can because you deserve that. Like it, like we just didn't appreciate it, and like you said, it's still part of the culture. People still, what's up? You, you know, that's Martin. You know, and I think for generations to come, I hope we keep it alive. I hope, and if a reboot will help keep it alive, that's great. You know, because like you said, will we ever get another? Like, since then, can you think of a show that is scripted or a sitcom that has been on television that was that funny?
0: I don't even watch regular TV like that. So,
1: I, I said since then, the show went off in like '97,
0: '98. I, I but by, by that time, I was watching as a kid, I was watching cartoons and anime by that time. So, you didn't watch no <laughs> like I'm TV. trying to think the, the, only, the only other one I could think of. Was a uh, um Jamie Fox? No, well Jamie Fox, uh um uh, was a my wife and kids. I think that was it. I think what else did I watch? Yeah, that's about it.
1: yeah. Uh, uh, the, um then we had like one on one, we had but, like all that was mm-hmm.
0: like I said, around the time I watched Martin, a lot of those shows were a lot of those shows were going on so but other than that, it 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 just TV just just you know, not many sitcoms around no more. And the ones that that were, when Tyler Perry did a uh, House of Pain, I like yeah. Let me go ahead and just stop.
1: Yeah, um, like I said, I think we were so spoiled. We had we had Martin leading the pack. We had Living Single, at, you know, Fresh Prince at the helm. We had Family Matter. Like, we grew up off that stuff, and it was so accessible to us that we did not realize how blessed we were to see this Black magic at a time like this, you know, in America, no less, before our eyes. Like... I know a lot of people be like, well, what about Good Times? What about the Jeffersons? Technically, a Jewish white man was over those shows. Like he was ripping off black people's ideas, not giving them credit for it, but making dollars off of the black story. And here we had black people writing, black people producing, black people acting and being black as fuck on a on on cable TV, these shows came on like ABC, Fox, NBC. You know, that is a huge deal. And I think because like I said, it was just part of our, oh, every weekend, every Thursday we watch Lemon's Angle. Every, you know, every Friday we watch, you know, um Family Matters. And it was just such part of our lives that of course, as children, we didn't realize, man, we are really seeing media gold before our eyes. And what sucks is when people reflect on 90s media gold they refer to Seinfeld or they refer to friends and I'm telling you Martin would run circles and did run circles around either of those shows on its worst day we can pull up probably the least funny episode of Martin and it is still twice as funny as one of the best episodes of Seinfeld I just hate that they didn't get the props and accolades that they were due well
0: your camera's off. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know what happened. Oh, we think we're back, y'all. Yeah. Oh it's that? Hold on. <laughs> Where's my background? then? give me my background. Okay, I guess I'm gonna just go with this one right for right now. But yeah, like I said,
1: <laughs> not the brick house.
0: <laughs> it was the only one that was gonna come up. But like I said, I enjoyed Martin. But no matter how much I enjoyed Martin, I still will not forget Martin Lawrence to putting me through the black knot. The Black Knight.
1: I thought the Black Knight was cute, so I ain't
0: probably. It. It, it was stereotypical as hell.
1: England, oh England!
0: I could go with not watching that movie again,
1: but Downs to the music
0: <laughs> still makes no sense. That mm, mm, mm.
1: how was it stereotypical? It was Martin being himself in an old English world this is the early 2000s if you want politically correct
0: no it ain't no no it, it, first of all a lot of, a lot of that movie is first of all you can't do a lot of that shit today then yeah that musical number made no mm, made no sense it made you no don't
1: sense. join with some horns man that thing went hard you hate, man
0: nah how them horns make that sound them did that make that sound back in the day
1: how you know were you there were you there
0: I know what a trumpet sound like
1: and they just mad
0: and they just magically knew how to play those notes but before we go on that because <laughs> I'm trying to celebrate Martin not not make myself angry uh do you have so anything- mad <laughs> nah, I'm got right I'm a hate on, I'm gonna hate on that movie I'm gonna hate on um what's the other Way the Wayne Bros movie little man those two i just cannot what that
1: got to do with martin
0: no those are two movies from that time from that era i just cannot stand but 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 go ahead got anything to push you know
1: oh yeah yeah since i have given the props to that show then it deserves um well you know where to find me uh my podcast is the binge babe it's on all of the platforms okay and um my bloggy blog www.thebenchbabe.blog. Your girl got a website too, which I often, um, you know, on my show, you know, I'd be like, yeah, bitch got a website, but hey. um, It is www.boom. Courtney And also, you can follow me on YouTube, also at boom. Courtney Lyric Presents. (laughs) One word on YouTube. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed discussing Martin. It's an iconic show. It definitely does, you know, now that you mention it, I think it deserved a bigger platform. But um, like I said, I understand why it, it did it for the culture back then. So I guess it's doing it for the culture today. But I hope people go back and watch it if the, if you didn't watch it and just you know, get that man's flowers because that shit was iconic. It really was.
0: Well, you know, it's on HBO Max. Don't yeah, still trying to figure that out. Um it is on there? Yeah, it's only HBO Max.
1: Okay, well, well, okay, good. You know, good. Yeah, so now,
0: as for me, you know where to find me, you just type in bring the popcorn on everything from uh, Twitter, to Facebook, to Instagram, I really do need to get a link tree. And we also on anchor, this podcast, the audio versions on Anchor, Spotify, good pods, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, etc. But before we go, we also, I also have merch to show you guys. So, so that, so yeah, it, you know, in case you want to be part of the brand the Popcorn family, you can go ahead and get you some good old sweet, old sweet old merchandise. You can get the classic black tea with the logo or, you know, you're not feeling t-shirts. We got hoodies, stickers, kiss t-shirts, coffee mugs just to ta- just to have all your beverages taste so much better. And a the popcorn mug, face mask, keep keep your stank ass with COVID away. <laughs> you got pillows. You got stank
1: faces. ass with COVID.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that that is all. So go ahead. It, oh, I for, forgot to show you guys. It is a T public. It, it is T public slash Brang twenty one. Now, tonight has been fun. It has been really fun. I I talking about Martin and some of my favorite moments and some of the things, some things I didn't like about the reunion, but I still enjoy the reunion nonetheless.
1: Are you talking yeah. about? Uh, uh, I thought you said some things you didn't agree with. I thought you were talking about the AFIAN Crockett shit.
0: Nah, mm. like I said, uh, people will have opinions, but that's why this is America. We can have opinions without getting hung.
1: So uh, that like Black Knight really wasn't that bad. It was kind of a cute little two thousands movie. Hey, like I said, that's your opinion. Don't hear the music.
0: (laughs) If if this wall was real, I'd just be banging my head against it right now. What is
1: the hate, y'all? Oh, my gosh.
0: But, y'all, this has been a Binge, Babe, and Bring the Popcorn collaboration. It's been fun. Uh, Join me. Tune in. We got a lot of fun stuff over there Bring the Popcorn. We're going to be reviewing a re- doing a retro view of another show that I hold dear to my heart. What I say is probably one of my favorite shows of all time. And hey, um, give you a hint. Give you a hint, Nikki. You gay. So, oh,
1: actually, yeah. so yeah.
0: <laughs> now, I, to me, that is still that. In my eyes, that's still the funniest show I've ever watched. In my, in what? My, I man, funnier that, than that,
1: Martin. Yes,
0: yeah, to me, that is so funny. Just for some fact of all the questions i had as a kid about black people that show would address a lot of things that black that black people think you go through like man but like i said we're gonna say that for saturday
1: we'll agree to disagree and maybe because there are two different styles of shows but i'm and i love me some moon knocks even though it was very raw for its time funnier than martin i don't know like i said
0: comedy subjective but but for me, I'm gonna die on that hill. I will go to war for the Boondocks.
1: And you also, you're, you're under thirty, so I can see why you think that. Because what? Yeah, no. you're right. I'm,
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm good, young and fine. But we're gonna. Go that was so random. <laughs> go, we're gonna go ahead and get up out of here. It's been fun, y'all. It's been Jason Craig, the A, aka the friend neighborhood dreadhead, and Miss Courtney Lyric, aka the bench babe. We're gonna go ahead and get on up out of here. Go watch Marty.